Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, it's your boy, Stevie Jobber. And it's your boy, Dangerous Duke. And welcome back to the Dangerous Jobbers podcast, putting wrestling over one podcast at a time. Yes, sir. <clears throat> we are back again on the road to WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. And um, we're finally back with a, with, a, with a regular. We've been dropping a lot of special editions since this Mania season. Yeah. Um, so we're just going to get into it. But before we do, I got to let you know where you can find us. We're on uh, YouTube. We are on TikTok. We are on Instagram. The website and the podcast is on Instagram. Mm-hmm. We're also on Twitter. And uh, pretty much all media platforms, maybe even MySpace. Mm-hmm. Probably Tumblr. I don't know if that's still a thing. Hey, why not? But go check, man. You never mm-hmm. know. You never know where we'll be. Exactly. We might be there. Um, and traditionally, if you're listening for the first time, we do a wrestler of the pod every regular episode where we give spotlight to an indie wrestler that you may not have known or that just deserves it, man. Um, mm-hmm. And this this week's Wrestler of the Pod is coming from Duke. So, Duke, who is our Wrestler of the Pod today? All right. So, for Wrestler of the Pod this week, we have somebody who's fairly new to the wrestling business, but also not new to the wrestling business, if you can kind of catch my drift. Mm-hmm. So, this person debuted in 2022. So, not even a year in the business, maybe just a little bit over a year uh they are a former nwa junior heavyweight champion an ipw tag team champion Mm -hmm. and technically they're also from a wrestling family wrestler of the pod this week carrie morton the son of ricky morton so carrie morton yeah, the son doesn't of Ricky more, Morton. Doesn't get more 80s than that, man. Doesn't get more 80s than that, but hey, he's still fairly young, 22 years old, not even a year in the business, comes from a wrestling family, family that's still wrestling to this day. Mm-hmm. So if you haven't checked him out, you got to check him out because he's actually pretty good. So wrestler of the pod this week, Kerry Morton. All right, man. We got a shout out to all the legacies, man. Shout out to all the legacies still out here doing it. Uh, I love the the Billington Bulldogs. Mm -hmm. I I love them. They're young. They're scrappy. They're they're 80s, man. (laughs) Hey, got to show love to the 80s people. I I love a good 80s shtick. That's why I love seeing Davey Boy Smith. Mm -hmm. Um, Shout out to the Bulldogs. Shout out to him. Shout out to the... Uh, shout out to Pillman Jr. Shout out to David. I know you're out there training, David Benoit. And we were not supposed to talk about it, but it's a thing. We 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 know you're out there. We waiting for you. No. You're sitting at home looking at Dom on TV every week. Like, I can outdo him. I can do it. Just just biting at his time. Nipping at his heels, man. Mm-hmm. 
We already right, started. We we All already right, shout started. Shout out to shout out to wrestler of the pod, man. Yeah, I love so, a good legacy. Shout out to him. So I guess we we got to jump into the fire, and I'm gonna start it with some miscellaneous stuff. Jay White is officially out of New Japan. Yes. Where do we think he's going? Wow, Eddie Kingston, you really did it. <laughs> not Eddie, not Eddie. Finally won one of the big ones. Um, yeah, man, so he's, Jay White is out, man. Um, it's crazy to think about where he could go because he virtually fits in everywhere. Right. I just hope he picks a place where he can have the kind of feeling genuinely when he shows up of a main eventer. I don't want him to go somewhere where he feels like he has to climb the mountain again mm -hmm. because he doesn't deserve that. He should be able to carry that rep somewhere where he'll be held at that level so that he avoids a lot of setbacks on his road to eventually becoming possibly one of the greatest main eventers of our time. You know what? I I I want him to go to Impact. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, that it's, being said, it, it is probably going to be Impact. You should go to Impact or you should go to uh, WWE, man. Those are the only two places. The only thing is, if you go to WWE, you're gambling. Not because they're not going to treat you right because Hunter's going to do exactly what he's supposed to do. Mm -hmm. But just because in six months, who knows who will own or be in charge or be running things. Exactly. That, and that, that's why for me, it's like... So if you go to WWE, don't sign a long-term contract. Sign one for like two years. Yeah. See was, where I... it goes. If the company stays with Triple H in two years, sign a longer contract. But if you go to WWE, don't sign long-term. Yeah, I would no. go to Impact so you could still hit a lot of indie shows and Impact will treat you like the man. Oh, yeah, without question. He he He's the main event as soon as he walks in the door. I, absolutely. The question as soon as he gets there is him and Josh Alexander. Yeah. He could immediately jump the line. So, exactly. I, I feel like at least with that, he can jump the line. He'll be the He already has runner. Bullet Club there. Mm-hmm. So he has a built-in gimmick. He has time spent. And I he can get the bag. I, I, oh. I think I, he gets the bag as soon as he walks in the door. Oh, for I, sure. I, I think they hold the bag at the front doors before <laughs> he even walks in the front door. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Scott Demore is hitting that phone immediately. Mm -hmm. What if he? What if he tricked all of us? What if he like went totally left and and, and went to like NWA or something? <laughs> Better than AEW on the map, though. He probably put NWA on the fucking map if he went. Yeah, it, it, it'd be a better spot than AEW at this point. It probably would. It probably would. They would definitely treat him like the man. Like, yeah. Yeah. AEW would probably treat him like the man for three weeks and then. Boston and Shuffle, man. He'd Boston be like, Shuffle. he'd be like a Miro and Andrade at that point. Ugh. Wasted, <laughs> man. I hope Andrade comes back. Yeah, for real. But I, yeah, Impact or WWE, man. Yeah, and if that's WWE short term, two years if it's impact do all of them because you can do you can do everything you can be on impact you can be on mlw you can be on 
um nwa if you if you really want to do because cardona did that mm-hmm. you can still go everywhere on impact yeah pretty much so all right so speaking of somebody who wants to go everywhere um brian danielson recently just did an interview and with people bouncing between companies left and right he said he wants to go to japan and compete in the g1 climax this year mm. How do you feel about him wanting to be a part of the G1? Um, I think he deserves it. I think Mm -hmm. it's owed to him. I think he's proved since he came to AEW, I think his agenda has not changed. Like from his initial first promo, he was here to not to coddle anyone, not to not to hold any hands or put anybody over. He was there to whip some ass mm-hmm. and show that he was still better than everybody else. Still trying and to stick to the gimmick. He's done nothing but that. That has been his goal every single night. I mean, he goes hard. And it's, I guess, I'm, I've kind of become um, less anxious about his injuries like he's proved himself durable yeah so i'm kind of desensitized to the worry of oh my god he's going too hard in there um which isn't which is good for him as far as uh what he's able to do in the ring i think he deserves it i think he can win but i also think that new japan and um danielson and Zack Sabre Jr. have been holding this feud for the longest time. And I think if Danielson does do the G1, New Japan has to act on that rivalry and have it end with him versus Zack Sabre Jr. Like in the finals, right? Yes, that has to be the finals. It has to be him and and Zack Sabre Jr. Because they can end two storylines at once. And it can be the will-they-won't-they mountain to climb of these two from opposite ends of the tournament, finding mm-hmm. their way to each other to bash it out in the end and prove who's really the best. Because, yeah. you know, you run that storyline and after every win, Zach Sabre Jr. poking the bear, just a little step closer. Can you get mm-hmm. past such and such? Can you get past such and such? I know I'm going to be there. Yeah. We all know this is the fight to happen, you know, just building and building and building. Yeah, I think that'll make for an interesting uh, conclusion to the G1, especially when when you realize how many people that Danielson can go up against before he actually hits Sabre Jr. And it'll still be an interesting final because it'll be the guy in Japan and the guy from the outside. Mm-hmm. He can mm-hmm. they, they can kind of build it as he mm-hmm. has to win because Ooh. you can't let the outsider win. And I feel like fantasy booking... I would have Danielson like not even address it mm-hmm. until the finals. Yeah. Until the match is set and he's won the match to face Zack Sabre Jr. in the finals, he should just not address Zack Sabre Jr. at all. Yeah. And then when he wins and it's a reality, fucking go off on him. <laughs> like, I've been hearing you talk shit this entire time. I'm better than you. I've been better than you. <laughs> just 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 shit on him. <laughs> yeah. 
and be like, all right, he's been hearing it. He's been letting it build up inside this whole time. We're really going to figure this out. And they, I think they blow the roof off the place. And I think yeah. Danielson can win. I, it's crazy because I think after this AEW contract is over, I would almost love, I feel like Danielson would be treated even better in New Japan mm-hmm. as just a single star. As this version of Daniel Bryan, I mean, uh, Brian Danielson. Yeah, just like the American Dragon in Japan, pretty much. Yes. Just, and he'd just be out there kicking people's fucking heads in. Oh, yeah. Just, him let him, a, just let him, him be and Okada heel. could have the craziest matches together. Like, mm-hmm. him and Osprey. Like, he, he just, he, he'd mesh so well. And he'd be recognized purely for his, his art in the ring, which is all he's exactly. ever been about. Um, but wrapping this thing back up, yeah, I think I think Danielson should definitely do it. Like yeah, I would be a fool to not let him. Yeah, I'm all for it too. I think I think it'd be the best. Like I think it's like a best case scenario for both parties. Mm-hmm. That's where I'm at on it. Um, speak kind of speaking of Tony Khan, and jumping to AEW for a second. They um obviously the media scrum has been a big thing for the last few months or so everybody now we're starting to hear more people talk about what went down things that happened mark henry just recently spoke on it about um about the media scrum on the what was it the busted open podcast with bully ray mm-hmm. and he basically went into detail saying that he doesn't have an issue with anybody who was involved in it he actually thinks the whole thing can be squashed mm-hmm. and he said that's up to Tony, Tony needs to be the guy to tell them it needs to be squashed. Obviously, the Bucks are back. Kenny's back. Punk's still MIA. We don't know where he is, if he's in the ether or what have you. But Mark Henry said he would like to be the one to actually get them all in a room and be the mediator to get them to squash it. Now, me personally, I think Mark Henry would be one of the perfect people to do it. I think you need one of them older guys, like the older veterans of the business, to be the one to do it. I don't think Tony would be able to get it done. Most of the people in that, uh, what's the, uh, I guess, position of power, Mm. I don't think anybody backstage can do it, especially with Regal not being there anymore. Mm -hmm. I think a Mark Henry, a Big Show, somebody like that would be Mm -hmm. one of the perfect people to get this whole thing situated. Mm -hmm. I just want your opinion on it. What do you... What do you think about it? Um, I don't know. Part of me feels like you do what's best for business, but I don't see. Here's my here's my here's my biggest issue. The show doesn't need any of these guys. It doesn't. Um, and I'm kind of over all of them. So if they squash it and we bring them back, are they immediately going to be back in the superstardom? Do we book them the same way that we booked them before? Should we book them the same way? Is it going to feel, yeah, I just feel like it's going to, it's, I don't know. I feel like punk is not necessary. But if you do want to bring Punk back, I guess you... But you can't... I feel like... I don't know. How long is it going to take for you 
if Punk comes back to kind of put all that shit in the past. I mean, because it kind of like how soon after that are you going to feel like it's morally okay to pick CM Punk in the video game? I think for me, it's not even, I don't try to say this the right way and say it politically. When, if they do get it, if they do bring them back and get it squashed, I don't think any of them need to be in that top spot right away. They really don't. I, I would have them all earn it again. Like and earning it sounds like a bad way to say no, it. No, but that's that's what it is. Like try to um, we gotta reestablish your your like uh I don't know credibility. What do you yeah, credibility, not yeah. in the ring or anything, but it's like moral characters. Exactly. <laughs> like, you exactly. Know, like you build your you all ha- you all gotta build yourselves back up. Obviously, we have a trusting period to go through before we can put you back where maybe you belong. You gotta go through like a triple H phase. Yeah, like after where you, the click. Where you where just sit in the mid card. Start at the bottom and eat shit. Yeah. Like you just basically sit in the mid card. You do what you're supposed to do. Yes. Especially all you guys in that position. Develop yes. the people you have. Yes. One Work. of you has to get Eddie Kingston. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Has to happen again. They gotta so he can give you that real talk. Exactly. <laughs> like Eddie working with an Eddie Kingston, with a Ricky Starks, with a yes. yep. I'm trying to you think, gotta work uh, with Ricky. You gotta work with one of, you has to, one of you has to go uh, in the series feud with Sammy Guevara for no reason. Exactly. It's just, you know, some shit we got to work through. So I don't I don't mind them coming back. It's just you have to you have to earn that credibility back at, again. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. it'll seem unfair if we just put you right back in the main event. Like none of this mm-hmm. ever happened. And we're just supposed to accept that as fans, like, you know. Yeah, no, you you still got to earn it back. Yeah, yeah. But since we're still on the topic of AEW, in case nobody's heard, there's a special announcement coming within the next couple weeks. Stevie Jobber, what do you think the special announcement is? It was a crap, man. Thank you. Would you stop with these special announcements? (laughs) How about you give me a TV deal, Tony? <laughs> huh? How about we make Rampage two hours and start it at eight o'clock like a real man? <laughs> I mean, look, I listen, man. I just, I just don't care for them, dude. Neither do what I. I. What I when when the special announcements wasn't uh, ROH getting a TV deal, I stopped caring about all other announcements. I don't think there's you, been a you, how about you how about you give me the announcement of when the game is dropping, Tony? Scared out here. You heard that 2K coming and you ran, son. Look, I when mean, is the release date, Tony? I don't even think Tony has the release date yet. I don't think like, he doesn't. He yeah. doesn't. I don't I don't he even think the release doesn't. date's anytime soon. He doesn't. Cause he dropped that freaking commercial. Showing the game and showing mini games in there like this was Mario Party. <laughs> and 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 anyone who's ever played a game in the 90s realized they 
totally ripped off No Mercy with the guys that made No Mercy. And it was like too much like No Mercy. And then you put Mario Kart games in there. And I'm like, what is this? 96? What is happening here? <laughs> and they you know took what? that, they took that response and they was like, oh snap, maybe we went too over the bar. I feel like it's gonna end up being like the um that old backyard wrestling game on the PlayStation. Mm. I feel like it's gonna end up like that. I did love that backyard though. I have that backyard. It's killer. For the for the time Shout period, out to it's sick Nick killer. Mondo. I was gonna say for, for the time okay. period, it's sick. But do we need that actual game we in 2023? Know. Yeah, like come on, man. Like with the like same I, graphics, the same moves. It looks this yo, like it's so crazy. Like I, I knew I knew the awesome. concept was gonna be the same. Yeah. I knew the gameplay was gonna be the same. But I didn't know the bar was gonna be the same. I didn't like. I didn't know the skipping parts of the entrance was gonna be the same. I like, come on, dude, this is ridiculous, bro. Uh-huh. Like, at least give me something like TNA Impact. This is oh. crazy what y'all did. That was Impact man. was the perfect arcade wrestling game to me. It encapsulated everything you need. Freaking 2K ripped off of it by putting the stun bar in there. They yeah. got that from Impact, bro. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but yeah, like that was the perfect type of arcade game. That's where I thought this was going to land. Yeah. I thought the graphics were a little cheesy, but I thought the gameplay was going to be closer to Impact. This They they ripped off the, the like they didn't even change anything. Like they mm-hmm. <laughs> They just added different weapons. Yeah. And made the graphics somehow the same quality as No Mercy. Yeah. Like, <laughs> but like it's updated to this era, but it's still like the same the game. The least you could have done with the graphics. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they probably went over budget. Oh my gosh. They, they didn't have enough uh, money in the budget for the graphics. Crazy, man. And still no release date. This thing was supposed to be out already. I think it was supposed to be out like this month or this year. They have no release date. Nobody knows what's going on. They don't want to compete with the game. Still sucks. (laughs) They don't want to. They know that 2K 2K is dropping, and if they drop around the same time as 2K, and somebody plays them both, and they go, "Man, this one feels way better than playing the other." Mm -hmm. It is over. Yeah, over. Who knows when that joint dropping, man? Some myth now. So I, th- I think special we did an announcement. I, I, I think we did enough picking on AEW with their special announcements and whatnot. Jesus. So I guess we can jump to some good stuff now with WWE. Oh man, don't they just swinging out the gate, isn't he? Yeah, don't don't make fun of me for this. Mm. Is it bad that I'm like, I want to say 20% excited for Brock versus Omos? That's weird, man. I'm not even gonna hold you. That's weird. And, and, look, and it's not even for the it's not even for the match. It's just no, because but... of it's just because of the segment that happened on Raw. I'll agree with you. That was a great segment. Like MVP masterful work, sir. This was great. Brock did bare minimum acting, but it was enough because he's Brock. Yeah, like you don't expect him to act his 
his act his ass off. Like you just be Brock. But MVP gave gave his best Paul Heyman expression when he when he sold the fight. Um, and then the bit at the end, just fantastic, fantastic. Spit, spitting the white lightning in his face. Oh man! I just taking realized the, that taking the taking the uh, like handkerchief or something, the napkin out of out of MVP's pocket, and yeah, he's like, "Don't touch me! Don't touch me!" in his I'll, face. I'll do it myself. Blew his nose in it, put it back in his pocket. Like that was just. And then there was that moment where he's, is he gonna let him go? Nah, <laughs> and then the clips afterwards oh, of people just man. like remixing yeah. it was were hilarious like somebody did it on tiktok with the um the dumb ways to die song mm-hmm. that was hilarious that was perfect that was the first one i saw yeah they they were just doing they were just having a blast with it but i that's literally the only reason i'm excited for it like we yeah. know who's probably booking this match yeah yeah even though we're not supposed to say it we know we probably know whose idea this match was, but at the same time, I think um, to a certain extent, Brock may have decided, like Brock has a certain kind of pull, you know. Mm-hmm. So I think Brock may have decided he didn't want Bray. So, which isn't isn't the worst thing. So they just, they went the way that Brock wanted to go. And since they didn't have anybody else and it ended the way that it ended and they weren't going to take it to Mania, we're stuck with Omos. Which honestly, it's not the, it's not the worst thing to do. I mean, it's as crazy as it sounds because we already know the history with Brock and Bobby. They're not going to, obviously, like you said, they're not going to push it to mania. So you got to give Brock something that kind of excites him a little bit, I guess. And he's worked with MVP before with the Bobby feud and stuff. He knows how to bounce off of MVP. MVP is good at bouncing off of other people. So MVP is, for me, I think is going to be the one to carry this feud. Because Brock's not going to do much talking. Omos isn't going to talk at all. He's probably just going to yell. And MVP is going to be the talker. So MVP is literally going to have to carry this feud, which Mm. I think he can do. I think it'll be fine. I think it'll be the match will probably be like, I like seven minutes. Seven sounds like a good number. I like seven minutes. You have MVP be a comic relief part of it. Mm-hmm. Um, that'll be like, what, two minutes? Um, you have the rock trying to lift him and that not working. That's two minutes. Um, I was going to say, does MVP still have the cane by chance? Yeah, yeah, that would be part of the MVP bit, I'm sure. Um, you got Omos slightly getting over that's two minutes and then you got the suplexes in the f5 oh so you, <laughs> so, so you have brock winning oh of course oh, of course of course i expect this to be a big chance for omas but for him to be under 10 minutes and then not be that impressive okay 
And so virtually it'll prove nothing to anyone and he'll be at the same quality he was before because he's just not that impressive in the ring. Okay. He's not, but I was going to say. But it'll be a, it'll be a great Kali situation, you know? That's the problem with getting some of these super tall guys. I wouldn't even give him. I wouldn't even give him Kali's credit. At least Kali could be funny at times. Yeah, yeah. I hope they don't uh, keep him as long as they kept Kali. But yeah, moving on. <laughs> yeah. Moving on off of that, we don't we don't want to spend too much time on Omos. Um, we have new women tag team champions. This past Monday night, we got Becky Lynch and Lita. Of all people, are you? How do you feel about it? I was so surprised. Really, but at the same time, within twenty four hours, I realized I shouldn't be surprised by this at all. And I expected it to be them going for the titles. And either losing fair or losing by cheating, of course, but losing and then being beat down by the three of them and mm-hmm. Trish coming out to save them or um, a situation where they are cheating and Trish comes out to even the odds. Um but they still end up getting away. Mm-hmm. So it'll be a situation where, you know, everybody's kind of down and Bailey's about to do something and then Trisha's musical hit and Trish will run down and run down Bailey out of the place and that'll be like a crazy thing. But in the distraction, damage control still like pulls it out with a roll up or something. Yeah. Um, I expected that. I didn't expect Trish to come out and because she came out, them just be able to win. You know what I'm saying? I, I didn't call that. Mm-hmm. So I was a little shocked that they just switched the tag titles on a Monday in the main event to announce Trish Stratus. But I thought about it and I was like, I really shouldn't be because let's face it, Becky Lynch and Trish Stratus is like Edge and Hogan. It's like, all right. <laughs> All right. All right. I mean, Lita and Becky, I'm sorry. Lita and yeah, Becky. yeah. I, I know what you meant, but I'm just upset that you put that image of a tag team in my head. Yeah. Because it wasn't, it wasn't shit, but <laughs> you, knew, you knew what it was for. This was, pro, this was a promotional matter. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm mad. Why would you put that in my head? But that's literally what it was for me. I thought it was That's what just, it is. That's what it, it is. For me, it's strictly just a promo thing. Because it's a story to get to Mania. It's a story to get to Mania. It's a promotional matter for a Legends match. All right? Just go with it, everybody. Yeah, that, that's what I'm thinking. It, it's so that. I think it's going to be winner take all at Mania. It's going to be a six-woman, Trish, Lita, and Becky versus oh, Damage Control. I, I Winner take all at Mania for an easy win for damage control because let's face it, Lita and Trish aren't going on the road. (laughs) So damage control has to get these belts back. Um, 
Yeah. So that's what I expect it to be. But it'll be fun, man. I'm down. And I was going to say, and it also kind of establishes damage control as a team more because, what, they're at two reigns now with the with the tag titles? They went at Mania. It's the third. Against certified Hall of Famers. Literally a team of Hall of Famers. A team of Hall of Famers. And then for now, you can have Becky do promotional work for Mania. What's yep. it, 40 days left? Yeah. You can have Becky do promo work, do interviews for Mania with a title in her hand. You know, they like to have people with titles do the do the interviews and the press conferences. Yeah. So it's not a it's not a big deal to me. I'm I'm for the move because I know it's not gonna last very long. Mm-hmm. And you kind of give Lita a little bit more credibility to already her established resume. And you know what, man, Triple H understands the concept of just having one of those, man. Mm-hmm. You gotta have some with a legend in it. Yeah, every every it's part, of, it's part of mania, you know. You gotta you throw gotta a legend have a celebrity. In you gotta have a legends thing. You gotta have, you know. You gotta have your big underdog match. You gonna, you know. You and and kudos, and kudos to Hunter because he's kind of getting it all done in one shot too. Because he's oh, already, yeah. he already oh, yeah. got his celebrity locked in for a couple years. Um, and I cannot. Oh, the Logan Paul Seth match is gonna be great. All right, so uh, all, right, all right, no, no, we all right, we got more to get into, but I do hope Austin Theory still gets John Cena. That was the point I was leading to. I okay, hope Theory still gets Cena. Um, but yes, yes, but, all right, because you brought up Logan, and I want to talk about that too, because that segment had me dying with the with the FaceTime call. Did you see? Yeah, it? yeah. And it was crazy too because it was a legitimate FaceTime call. Like it, it wasn't <laughs> one of them. Like fake recorded thing, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was an actual FaceTime. They like messaged him and it was like, get in a room and be ready for the, you know, uh huh. It's crazy, man. Like, they they got some smart people in WWE and that they knew how to work that. I'm like, Very wait, they, cool. I, I'm like, are they, blue, cool. are they Bluetooth in this video call? You, right think it'll be, from the- you think it was Logan Paul's idea? Like, he should FaceTime me. And I'll I'm answer not, the FaceTime because that would you know be like what? a new school thing to do. Who's who? What? You know, nobody would think of that, but some kid, man. You know what? I want to. Sean's not I, coming up with that. I want to give him the credit. I really do. I, I, I think Logan might have told him he should FaceTime me. To can we answer figure the out a way that we can get this FaceTime on the Titantron? Yeah, like if I, I feel like that's very possible. Yeah, I. I hope it was Logan, because that would just make it even better. Yeah. Yeah. That, Look at where we are. We're finding ourselves giving credit to Logan Paul. Who would have thought? Who would have thought, man? Not me. Darn Paul brothers. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, yeah. yeah uh, it's um. I thought the segment was hilarious. I thought I think Seth is is so good. He's really at the top of his game. And Miz doesn't get enough credit either. Those yeah, two man. Are great. Those two are so great. Is it bad? Um, to, now I want Miz to get something at Mania. I do. I do want Miz to be a part of this now. Like, let him host it and then just have a segment with somebody. I thought the Miz should host it, especially since it looks like LA Knight's going to be involved in something. Oh. Um, I would definitely have the Miz host. I think that'd be great. All that I wouldn't mind an impromptu match with him in LA. Because it is Hollywood. It is Hollywood. Yeah, like I wouldn't mind an yeah. impromptu match. Well, because but like, 
I was going to say with Miz hosting mm-hmm. and then LA Knight getting jealous because he's hosting. Mm-hmm. And then it just leads into like a quick match. Yeah, because I think LA Knight's going to be involved in... Um, I think he's going to be involved in like the Battle Royal. Oh, the Andre the Giant? Um, no, no. They're doing like a Madison Square Garden Battle Royal for the... Oh, yeah. The for, for um Yeah, for Gunther, yeah. I think he's going to be in that. I feel like they had like a cluster interview with like a bunch of people showing up to talk about it and patch yeah. it up to like start that story. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think LA Knight was one of those people. So yeah, I was, think uh, now that he's, in, but I think he can lose that match, and mm-hmm. then that following Monday interrupt the Miz. Um, after the Miz is announced, he's hosting, mm-hmm. and it to be like a thing. Yeah, I wouldn't mind that because it it it'll give us something different. Like we'll get we'll get the LA Knight Mania match, mm-hmm. um, and then we'll get Miz. Th- we can get Miz involved in something. Mm-hmm. And it's also a change of pace because you can have Miz as the good guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which hasn't happened very often. And it'll be perfect because it'll be in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and you know Miz. Miz will probably end up putting the heel over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it'll be it'll be cool. It'll, it, would, it would definitely be cool if the Miz was the host. Um but I'm excited. I'm 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 excited for the Seth and Logan thing. I am because I just yes. know, I know they're gonna put together a good one. Mm-hmm. It's it's probably gonna be one of the matches that steal the show. Yeah, and we're gonna be, and it's gonna be another situation where we're like, man, these balls, man. Mm-hmm. They know how to. They know how to promote. Do it, man. They know how to do it. All right. So the last thing that I have that I want to discuss. From SmackDown, we got yes. to see we got to see yes, the yes, uh, yes, yes, yes. the first face to face interaction with Holy Roman and with man. Cody. Now the segment itself was great. Like they didn't overdo it, they didn't underdo it. I think the way they did it was perfect. Everything they talked about with Dusty, with you know Cody's wrestling history, with Roman's wrestling history, everything was broken down perfectly. Um. There's a couple things I want to talk about, but first thing I want to get to is what did you think of the segment? I thought it was magical. Mm-hmm. Man, you don't understand. Going into this, you know, you see you see the graphic from Mania. And I think to myself, man, they might really have something here. Mm-hmm. If this goes off and they have as good of a match as Seth and Cody had at Mania, this could be a thing you could do for WrestleManias. Yeah. This could be your Austin and Rock. If they do this right, this could be amazing for Mm -hmm. wrestling in general. Yeah. And the story is built in. Legacy versus legacy. Mm-hmm. With the with the with the twist of one of the legacy's fathers training the other, mm-hmm. crazy, crazy. Um, I was gonna the video packages they could do for this too would be amazing. Amazing. 
especially if you have like just some snippets of Dusty training Roman in any capacity, like either oh in the ring goodness. or just Could like the imagine? promo class. Could you imagine? Dang. That could take you, you know, back and to like you know they, 17. And you know, and you know it's Hollywood. Mm-hmm. You know they're going to bring out baby pictures and the way they came up in the industry. and it's, They're going to do it. They're going to do it. I'm, if, they, if they do this right, man, this could be amazing. But getting to the promo itself, I want to say Cody has one of the best poker faces ever. Because he didn't flinch the whole promo. Mm-hmm. And I was at home watching this, this massacre. Yeah. And it felt like watching a Rocky match. <laughs> like when 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 Rocky's just getting beat to hell. You just kept throwing them out there, man. <laughs> it was like Rocky and Drago. Oh, uh, it was cra- It was like watching Apollo die. <laughs> like, <laughs> it just kept getting worse and worse. I mean, Roman tore into this man. Cody did such a fine Cody job in the beginning, right? Mm-hmm. Classic Cody promo. And Roman's like, all right, that was cute. <laughs> Disrespects him in the beginning. Uh-huh. So gangster. So gangster. Just puts both the belts down. Disrespectful. I know you don't like that, but I just prove a point to you real quick. Uh, mm-hmm. Real quick. Like, you ever won one of these? No. Nah. All right, hold on, hold on, hold on. Have you ever competed for one of these? Have you ever even competed for one of these? Oh, wait, wait, wait. Have you made a video to WrestleMania? No? Oh, oh, wait. So just to establish this, you're not on my level. Like, just to to come out the gate, just just let me check real quick. So you ain't done none of the stuff I've done multiple times. Mm-hmm. All right, let's just establish who's the big dog here. <laughs> it's crazy because usually in promos oh, like that, man. to that level, it's like, okay, it started good. It got better. Yes. And then usually it just drops off and tapers off after that. Right. Each one, like each interaction got just kept better. getting better. Like the, like the Cody one was good when oh, Cody talked. Goodness. Yes. Then the Roman one was great. Yes. And then the Cody one after that was great too. Like and I got I got to really I got I do have to really give it to Cody in the beginning because I'm remembering it and I'm like remembering cracking up because in like the most politically correct way he called him a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's like you can talk to me face to face or you a bitch. <laughs> but he said it in like the kindest way. Like, we don't need your compatriots here, do we? Unless you feel like you need them. <laughs> like it was running for mayor or something. I love uh-huh. it. I love it, man. I love it. It's so 80s. Um, and then, oh, my God. But when Roman started getting into the dusty stuff, man. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Cody, like- <laughs> Cody, you need to wear something polka dotty at Mania. 
it just got worse and worse and worse, man. Mm-hmm. And he was like, you know, you know what he used to say about you? Nothing. He never talked about you. Ever. You know what? I feel like... <laughs> but he was like... What the... Oh. I feel... I feel like whoever's writing this oh right now. Oh my gosh. Again, I want to say it's Hunter because I want to give Hunter the credit on this. Because I don't think it's, you know, he who oh shall not be named. Goodness. But hell no. They're doing a very good job at numerous things. One of the things is, and I'm sure we're probably gonna talk about it. We're probably not, but one of the things they're doing a good job at is kind of not making you forget about the thing with Sammy, but like they're letting Sammy still do his thing and be acknowledged, but they're still making this about Cody and Roman, which they're is a good still, thing. They are moving in a way that it was like this was always the fight. Yeah. And they're letting you know just how big this fight is compared to Sammy's fight. Yeah, like they're still acknowledging it. They're still yeah, making they're it. They're still making there's they've somehow kept Sammy's momentum and the importance of his story. Mm-hmm. But taking this Cody Rody Roman story to a whole new like this is bigger than what this was gonna be. Exactly. Which far, is a good thing. Far bigger. Like it means so much more to wrestling that mm-hmm. this match happens. Um mm-hmm. They made yes. it go good. No, no, no. I was going to say that was a good thing that they did. And then the other good thing was um, they're making it to where you, like the last couple of years, everybody's been saying, you know, Roman ain't losing. Roman's unbeatable. There's that in the third. But they're also still making you like, damn, I kind of want Cody to win. Like Cody can actually do this. Like they're doing a good job at making it believable they're- for Cody. They're keeping Cody in an underdog place, but they're making him. It, it they're they're like really encapsulating the David and Goliath aspect. Yeah, they're making it like he's the credible underdog. Like there's a difference yes, between like an underdog and then a credible the only, underdog. They're building his resume to basically reflect that he is the only possible choice. Mm-hmm. Like if it is anybody, it has to be Cody. Yeah. And I I dig that because it makes me forget about The Rock because the angle they're doing feels just as deep as it would be with The Rock and Roman. Mm -hmm. Like they're touching so many nerves with the story. Yeah. It feels like I would rather have this one than The Rock one. Yeah. And they built Cody to this place, credit to Cody's... um, Promos, credit to Cody, everything Cody does, because mm-hmm. it's all built into this thing. Um, but a credit to how Cody is handling it. They really brought this story to something that is like this impossible mountain to climb. Um, it, it like it's literally David and Goliath. Mm-hmm. It's 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 it, this man is like he said he's done it all he's won all the championships he's main evented he's he's been at the mountaintop he is the mountaintop yeah and you were like first real shot in you know, 
You're down here. You're literally fighting Thanos at this point. You're fighting Thanos. It's like mm-hmm. fighting Thanos. And it's it's just it feels impossible, but he's like freaking Captain America, man. <laughs> you know, like he's, he's like just, literally he, like Captain he's America. Just, he's just strapping the shield to his he's arm. Literally, he's literally he's, like he, Captain he's, America, dude. He's got Mjolnir. He's just waiting. Like he's he's gonna take on the whole army by himself. That is it. That is the story. It is Captain America, Cody Rhodes, fighting Thanos one on one. Literally, like it's it's a crazy story. But you you you're behind it. You feel like he can do it, man. Um, and WWE I, might be telling a better story than Marvel. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I hear, but I haven't seen the movie yet. Oh man! Um, but I did hear. One thing that I was I was happy about is that Jonathan Majors did his thing. Oh, Jonathan Majors. Oh, oh you're talking about, yeah. But anyway, mm-hmm. anyway, anyway. Back to the story at hand. Yeah, Captain America, Cody Rhodes fights Thanos at WrestleMania. And it feels it feels much bigger than than the Sammy Roman story. It does. And you know, we still we're still getting the Sammy story. They're still acknowledging it. We don't know what match he's gonna get what we know he's getting a match with the bloodline mm-hmm. and you know what i'm actually okay with it i'm okay with sammy not being in the world title picture now yeah i know we weren't at first we were kind of like on the fence if we wanted sammy at mania if we didn't want sammy yeah but i think after this promo that they just had on smackdown it's like yeah no this is what we this is it like this is it right here this is it don't mm-hmm. we don't need rock we don't need sammy this is okay we needed to see if this would work, you know, one-on-one. If it had that chemistry and it felt good, man. Yeah. Felt very good. Especially for their first time interacting with Ooh. each other. And it felt deep and it felt personal. Like you could feel the stab wounds with each with each bar. It was like, ooh, ooh, okay. And they get down into the levels of the story so well they fold and unfold this story to look at it from different angles every time like while roman is going in on him about all these memories about his dad it becomes just about that then promo classes paid off oh it becomes just about how much his dad loved him more than him and then when cody responds he takes that small angle Mm -hmm. and branches it out to this bigger thing like it's like oh well if that's the case then i really am the only one to beat you like <laughs> and it was mm-hmm. like oh he he oh, i'm sorry i messed up on the mic um he like brought in the story yeah to a place where it was like damn it it backfired now he wants it more now he feels even more destined to do that you didn't break his confidence at all you know nah. it, it was it was like, reminiscent uh, it was reminiscent of um, the Eddie and Brock promo from 2004. Mm. Like, not in, not in the sense of, you're right, I am an addict and I have to conquer this. Just like the passion. Yeah, yes. The, the yes. passion Cody had towards yes. the end. He was like, like I know, you know what, what I've been through, but it makes me strong. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, yeah. like that switch clicked. Like, as soon as it clicked, it was like, mm, let's go. Let's, let's dig it in. And you just saw it in Roman's face. Like, he might not have been intimidated, but he knew that didn't go the way he wanted it to go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like he shook his hand, like fire. he shook his hand and he was like, that didn't 
go the way it was supposed to. Like I'm yeah, not it, worried, but it, 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 I am a little the, sore that that didn't that didn't work. I really thought that was gonna work, yeah, and it yeah. didn't. <laughs> so, it, like like it wasn't the oh shit, what did I just do reaction, but it was like the uh, okay that that happened. Right, yeah, <laughs> yeah, like yeah. that. That's literally what it was. Yeah. I was like, oh, okay. I didn't break him, Paul. Uh, I didn't break him. Like I, yeah, like I'd be in the back a little confused. Why didn't that work, Paul? I thought we drew that up perfectly. How did that mm-hmm. not work? Yeah, was like, that that wasn't an audible I was expecting. Yeah, that was annoying. All right, <laughs> <laughs> literally like, interception. That was just okay. annoying, man. No, but I'm, I'm. I think that's pretty much everything. Because I think man. that's everything, man. Do you think Jay comes back? Because now they're switching the angle for Jimmy. Um, and it looks like he's gonna kick Jimmy out of if Jay doesn't come back in a in a in a in a week. And I feel like that could go both ways. I feel like um they could get out together. I mm. also I also feel like because Jay has always said he's gonna be there for his brother. Jay was sitting at home watching and he saw that he had a week to come back or he was going to get Jimmy and he cares about his brother. So he came back. I feel but like... I can also see it being like Jay coming back and being like, all right, I'm back. Cause I love you, but we got to get out of here. Cause Roman was going to clip you too. Mm-hmm. So they had that match. I still think my story could work at them having that match with Sam and Kevin and mania. Dropping the titles, shaking hands, and then leaving Roman high and dry at the main event. You know what? I think it could happen, but I I, I feel like what's going to happen is Jay's going to come back strictly for Jimmy, mm. just so Jimmy don't you know get his ass whooped, mm. and then just like Jay's going to do something to fuck with Roman. Mm-hmm. And then Jimmy's going to back him up. Like, Jay's going to get beat up by Roman or by Solo or by somebody. Mm. And then Jay's going to defend him. And and then Jimmy's going to defend him. And then they're both just going to leave together. Mm. I feel like Solo's just always going to be the last one. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Solo's the Batista. Yeah. And he's going to be the last one. He's going to be the last one. Oh, God, I love Solo. Solo is the truth, man. This is a, this is a good time for wrestling. They, I love I love Sifu. I, I I just love the bloodline in general. They're doing yes. so good with this right now, man. So it's like so you know it's gonna end soon, but it's like, damn, I don't yeah. want it to end, but yeah. I want it to end. Yeah, general conversation. WWE is just in an amazing place right now. Amazing see what happens. When, see what happens when you put somebody with common sense and creative. Yes, just the tag team of the century um is is hunter and sean man beautiful like a wrestling observer or whoever that was gave tony all these freaking awards oh my god the booker of the year dude are you kidding me the things triple h has been able to do since gaining full creative control have just been amazing He's made Austin Theory credible, credible enough for me to want him to have John Cena for the U.S. title at WrestleMania. Exactly, and you, man, you know how you know how much we hated Austin Theory in the beginning, right? You know how much work that took. Exactly. You know how hard Vince tried to get that over. Come on, man. 
And Hunter did it in what, six months? Come on, dude. Broke him down and built him back up. And we thought we were using him as a punching bag when he was really storytelling, long-term storytelling. And we were so confused because no one does long-term storytelling anymore because Vince doesn't know how to write a story. I'm sorry, Vince. Well, that's just lazy writing. <laughs> to quote Wade Wilson, that's just lazy writing. Um, but yeah, man, this is this is this is this is gonna be big. And wrestling in, in general for WWE is at a great place. Um, from NXT, from the guys in NXT, because I care about um a lot of them. Yeah, you know, I watch it for Scout. I don't watch it for a lot of the story. I watch it for the gimmick. I watch it for the people. I'm I'm Tyler, I'm I'm Scotty. Yeah. Um, and I like so many people down there. It's incredible what Sean's able to do with their characters for them to be able to have something to latch on to and build a true character, Mm -hmm. but also make that character marketable, but also only get kids, have a full cropter of all athletic talent of kids that are just all from different athletic backgrounds that just catch on to this quicker. It's like having it's like having a class of 30 Kurt Angles. Yeah, it's and just waiting for them to blossom. You know? It's it's it, incredible. Usually with uh I was gonna say usually with NXT, there was like maybe you could spot like three people that were like, all right, you know, this guy could be something, this chick could be something. Now it's like half of the nxt roster you're like yes if they come up here they can do something they're all this is literally the future right here and they're all homegrown i mean Mm -hmm. some of them are from the indies but a lot of them are homegrown talents finding their way every week learning new stuff getting better yeah i was gonna say it's literally like you used to be able to just count on one hand the people that you want to see come up now it's like it's a lot I, of them. I, I don't. I don't have enough fingers to count how many people I want to see come up now. Yeah, nowadays you you watch the show and you're like, he's ready, he's ready, she's ready, she's ready. Yeah, like, and, and it's both sides. It's not even just the men at this point. The women are killing it too. Mm-hmm. Like you got the Cora Jade, you got the um, Roxanne Perez, you got mm-hmm. um, Gigi Dolan. You got like, there's so many people. Even even the chick from um, I don't even know her name. The chick from Diamond Mine. Yes. Oh my goodness. I, I can't. I knew exactly who you were talking about, but I can't remember her name either. But I. And then you her. got. So and ready. then you got a uh, Katana Chance, Caden Carter. You got. Yes. Um, yes. They're ready to come up. They've been ready to come up. They're they're just waiting for a tag division to take them seriously. And honestly, Zoe Starks is another one for me too. At first, she wasn't. Zoe but... Starks is the one for a lot of people. Yeah. I'm still not sold on her character, but she kills in the ring. Exactly, um, and that's what it is. The character needs work, but the in ring is good. But she kills in the ring, but she's ready. They can build then, her character on 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 uh they can build her character on the main roster. Triple H will know how to handle a girl like that. Um and that's like six, seven females we just named right there off the top. And so many tag teams are ready. Mm-hmm. Um Pretty Deadly is so ready. The Gallus boys are so ready. The Creed, the uh the yeah, the Creed brothers are so ready. Like there's so many tag teams that are ready. There's so many uh, singles guys that are rest that are ready. And, and schism, Carmelo. schism's almost there. Like literally, schism's almost there. They just gotta finish developing the Rock's daughter. 
um because joe gacy's been ready um exactly. the two guys they got are, are um the grizzly young veterans and they've been ready um so yeah they just got to finish developing the rock's daughter and schism is ready mm-hmm. man this is such good talent sean is sean is doing such great character work down there yeah. because they're all great athletes they're gonna catch on naturally mm-hmm. so sean's best work really is in selling and in building the character of these people and they've yeah. just been doing such a great job such a great job yeah they've been doing their thing oh all right so are we at the end yeah i believe that's everything all right i have one thing and then let's we'll get to the shout outs yep um just real quick i started because i have cable i started watching <laughs> and because it's on the cw network um i started watching wow okay the women's of wrestling yeah. that AJ Lee runs um, because they're on the CW. And I was like, uh, I found out there was like a, a two Samoan twins there that are bloodline. Um, really? Yeah. So they're like the Tongan twins. I, oh. I thought at first, I thought at first, oh, well, they're the Tongans. Tongans aren't Samoan. So I was like, maybe they're maybe they're like a Haku or something. Mm-hmm. So it's not related. But I, I was looking back in pictures and they got so many pictures with the bloodline. I was like, that's got to be either those are Haku's twins or their bloodline. Well, I know. So I was like, I got to I got to watch to check these girls out. So I threw on an episode or two of Wow. Oh, mm-hmm. and Nikita Lyon came from Wow for anyone that yeah. does Mm-hmm. And I was, <laughs> which struck me because I was always curious because Nikita Lyon looks like she barely knew anything, <laughs> but she was like a step ahead of the girls that just got there. Mm-hmm. So I was like, why does she look so like rusty, but talented? Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Rusty, but talented. Like she looked like she didn't know what she was doing and she was super green, but she knew a lot more than she should have known. So I was like, I'm like, where did they get this girl from? And I found <laughs> out she came from WoW. So I was like, all right, I got to check out WoW. Dude, all the girls are like that. <laughs> like, all the girls from WoW are like that. They have the same, like, Nikita Lion level of talent. Where, like, it's not refined at all. But they do great, like, character work. Mm-hmm. Because the, it's like Glow, dude. It's like glow. It's like literally glow just never stopped. Uh, yeah, I, I was going to say, is it like uh, Shimmer? It's not, because Shimmer is so much more professional. Oh, man. <laughs> like, like, all right, no, not not, not, not to say WoW was unprofessional. I'm going to say it like this, um, because WoW was, I had a fun time watching WoW. I can't disrespect them. Mm-hmm. Um, Shimmer is like an indie women's wrestling show. Okay. Wow is like glow. Like they have outrageous, colorful characters. Most of them are occupational. Um, The groups are very girly, but strong. 
it's like a powerful it's like if your kid your daughter was getting into wrestling Mm -hmm. and you wanted her to have like strong women heroes that's what wow is like they have bad guys in there but they're like witches and vixens and the good guys are like um truckers and you know samoans that are their thing is being samoan yeah and like people are coming back from college and like the bad girls are like the cool kids from like Sharpay and high school musical like you know what i mean like it's all very it's all very like childish to a mm-hmm. degree and the moves aren't and nobody there is like very technical yeah and AJ Lee is on commentary like Vince McMahon in the in the nineties. Like it's it's very retro. It's very retro. Okay. Um. So I'm not. I wouldn't be scouting there at all. But it's 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 cool. It's cool. So anybody okay. that wants to check out Wow and you're like, I just want to see an all what an all women show looks like that's on TV. You can check out Wow. Got you. I'm gonna have to check it out because that actually sounds kind of interesting. Yeah, but and I didn't even get to see my Samoan girls. I didn't even I didn't even get to see the Tonga Twins, which I thought was corny. I got to see like um, somebody from their group that was in like the main event because they're challenging for an, an opportunity at the vacant women's championship because the former Wild Women's Champion was Tessa Blanchard. No, I'm done. <laughs> You oh no! It you... was Tessa Blanchard, and then it was the Beast, and then I think the Beast had like some sort of cancer that just went into remission. Shout out to the Beast! And she had to relinquish the title. Um, that was another reason I watched the show because I like the Beast, but she was out because I don't keep up with WoW. So, <laughs> so, so there's that. Um, but yeah, so anybody willing to check out WoW on the CW network, go check them out. They're they're uh, they're okay. They're okay. They're a fun time. If I can say that. Look, I'm over here trying to look. Look, you started talking about it. I'm over here trying to look up who their, like, how their their family tree breaks down. I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. It. I was trying to find it, too. If you can find the family tree, you find the family tree. Because they're so, indi- there's, like, certain people on the tree that are just, like, not going to be on it if you look on Wikipedia. Mm-hmm. Like, um... My guy that goes by the Safat kick, like a uh, Momoa or whatever his name is. Um, yeah, like there's a I bunch of them. them. There's a bunch of them. And I know because I follow freaking, I follow him and I follow um, Jago Fatu. And they are like, they are with all the up and coming indie cousins. Yeah. So they <sighs> intertwine indie companies a lot. So I get mm-hmm. to see who the other Samoans they're connected to are. But because these guys are like contracted to be at WOW for tapings, they're like not as openly on Instagram as whoever they might be related to because all their media profiles are their gimmicks, which is weird, but that's how it is. <laughs> but you got to check it out. Yeah, check it out. Uh, check it out on the CW. That's my last thing. Then. We can get the shout outs. All right, so who do you want to take the shout outs first, me or you? Um, boom, 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 boom. You go first. I will get some of mine from TikTok. All right, so 
I'm going to keep my shout outs short and simple this week. Um, obviously, like you guys seen the last couple episodes, we've had people on Johnny Funko, Simon, Nadia. So my shout outs this week is just going to be for them. So I'm going to keep it really simple. Thank you guys for being on the show. If you guys don't know who they are, again, Nadia, a.k.a. The Little Monster, you can find her over on YouTube. Simon Crook, you can find him over on YouTube as well. And then you got Johnny Funko, all great people who love wrestling, very knowledgeable. Go check out some of their awesome content that they're putting out. Show them some love and let them know that the Dangerous Jobber sent you over there to say what's up. And those are my shout outs. Stevie Jobber, we're going to kick it right over to you. All right, man. Um, I want to shout out. I want to shout out Enjoy Wrestling on TikTok. They are uh, Enjoy Wrestling PGH, if it doesn't come up immediately. Uh, but I want to shout out to them. I want to shout out to Mission Pro Wrestling. And I want to shout out, let me see. I want to shout out uh, Suplex on TikTok, Tyler Suplex. Um, it's spelled S-O-O-P-L-E-X. Um, I want to shout out to Tyler Suplex. He does a, he does a lot of funny wrestling videos. Uh, I'm getting more into TikTok. I'm dropping a, a lot of stuff for the 2K. I'll be dropping them on all the platforms, but um, I've been dropping a lot of stuff on TikTok. I drop a lot of snippets of the pod on TikTok. Um, so go follow us on there. I'm, I'm most active on the on the job is TikTok. So um if you're on TikTok, follow us. And you'll catch snippets of the pod. Not just our pods, but like a not just our pods for the week, but some of our older pods. And if I can start cutting up the YouTube videos, some of the YouTube videos and any designs I'm dropping for 2K, because I'm getting it three days early and I usually do a bunch of titles and, and arenas for a 2k every year so that's everything all right so guys thank you for tuning into this episode again you guys know where you can find us apple music spotify dangerousdroppersweb.com tiktok like stevie said myspace <laughs> tumblr uh reddit reddit you know, everywhere you find us everywhere we might be on reddit we might be on reddit you never know right you never know but that's it for this week thank you for tuning in make sure you guys stay up make sure you guys stay blessed and as always stay stay dangerous Saskatchewan.